Good afternoon, Patriots. It is Thursday, May 5th in the year 2022. Just a reminder, right after this show at 2 p.m., I'll be on Bright Tea on TV like I am every week on Thursday on Bright Tea on TV at 2 p.m. Pacific and 5 p.m. Eastern. Before we begin, make sure you get on over and get the good sleep products you need because these evil trolls that are running the world want to make sure that your mind is disrupted and you don't get good sleep and it wears down your health. But we're not going to let that happen because we have the best sleep products available by America's greatest CEO and patriot right at his company's store, MyPillow. So head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards and check out all the buy one, get one free offers, which are just off the charts right now. Classic premium my pillows, buy one, get one free. My sheet, my pillow sheets, buy one, get one free. Six piece towel sets, they rock too, by the way. Buy one, get one free. You've got even children's Bible story pillowcases, buy one, get one free. It's all awesome. Great gifts, great time to stock up. It's a great time to get prepared for the storm that just keeps rolling on in. So head on over to mypillow.com forward slash bards. Use your promo code bards, B A R D S. It's awesome. It's an awesome promo code, too, because it's part of Bard's Nation. And you're going to use that promo code, and you're going to get all sorts of great savings. And you can use that promo code anywhere on the MyPillow site, the frankspeech.com site, and the MyStore site, which is all awesomeness all the way around. And right now, when you use the promo code, you're going to get a copy of Mike's book on his story of how he went from CEO or how he went from addict to one of America's greatest CEOs. And you'll get that included for free. So, Patriots, and then if you want to talk to a human being, my pillow has on staff the best Patriot pillow counselors around. That's a whole new career field right there. Call 800-975-2939, 800-975-2939, and use your promo code BARDS and take advantage of these great specials to make your house a like a Patriot recovery zone. That's awesome. Hey, we've got all sorts of great craziness in the news today, which doesn't surprise me. Shouldn't surprise you either. But here is the best trolling so far. <laughs> this is another one of these. Let's go to the county commission and let's troll the heck out of them by mocking them. Listen to this. This is just epic. And to express my discontent with Roe v. Wade being revoked soon. The only Roe that needs to be revoked is death row for minorities in prison. I, a trans woman, have spent the last nine months doing food challenges, binge eating, stress eating, and getting surgery to make myself appear pregnant. So I too could participate in women's health care and have the privilege to get an abortion. But now, due to racist white supremacists like Clarence Thomas, which is an insult to actual black people like Sean King and Rachel Dolezal, I now only have limited time to get gender-affirming health care. Planned Parenthood shutting down for trans women is more devastating than Toys R Us shutting down for children. The sad part is, now our society is going to be filled with babies who whine, complain, and cry about every little thing that doesn't go their way. I was looking forward to my first Planned Parenthood visit. If I were a -a Make-A-Wish kid, my only wish would be to experience the joy of an abortion. But sadly, the only thing terminated is my hopes and dreams. Now, I'm going to have to resort to following the science and doing my own health care. Abortion is health care. I'm now about to live out my dream before it's too late. I brought here two, these two nuisances, these two clumps of cells today, and I will not let a white supremacist anytime, anywhere deny me health care. 
I'm now going to exercise my right to my body. Since Greg Deadleg Abbott wants to interfere in my health care, I will now perform this health care ritual known as an abortion, a.k.a. my human right in his name. These two clumps of cells are nothing together. These are garbage things. These are nothing. I am now going to give these to Hillary Clinton for my chance to win. She loves these things. I'm giving these to Hillary Clinton now because they're useless clumps of cells. And I'm going to enter for my chance to win the newest laptop, an adrenochrome book. Thank you so much. And abortion is health care. Trans rights are human rights. I'm now going to take a knee for George Floyd. Thank you. I now rest my time in these two clumps of cells. <laughs> That's the epic troll right there. I'm telling you. You just have to wonder what's going through their mind as these, these women are sitting there. In the, it was a city council meeting. They're like, oh, my goodness, he's speaking my inner truth. Oh, my goodness, these lefties are so off the chain. I'm telling you, there's no controlling them. No controlling them at all. What can we say? But this is the world we currently live in, and they are absolutely in the belief that they are in the right. So listen to what Glenn Beck has to say about that. And Parenthood said this is sacred, that abortion is sacred. Just so you know, when there are things that are sacred, you're into religious territory. This, they believe, is sacred. So abortion is up on the altar. Uh, I think that's, I think you're going to see the left completely unmasked now. If they pack the court, that is the sign. That is the last thing. No government has ever recovered from the courts being packed. Check out Venezuela. What do they have? Like 47 judges, something like that. They just started 30s. Yeah. Yeah. They just started packing the court and it's crazy. Uh, no government has ever survived that. That is the road to um, totalitarianism. It's actually the road to the World Economic Forum's version of Agenda 21, which we now call Agenda 2030. <laughs> they just want everything. These are the biggest, most evil people ever. That's okay. We're just not going to play. It's like, if they can't, and you see what's kind of happening here, and there is a lot more going on than it seems, because don't forget, most of this is staged, and don't forget that they own both sides of the narrative. So for the benefit of us and those who walk with God and believe in the sanctity of life, this is a great moment, but really the greatest part of this moment is to watch them completely unravel and expose themselves. And there's a part of this that as much as they want to, they're trying to intimidate is what they're doing. And it's just like, we're not going to be intimidated. It's like, whatever. We children are sacred. Don't forget, though, that they're also doing a big gloss over of the fact of the damage which this injection has done, this bioweapon has done. The infertility of men, they're even announcing it in the headlines now. They're calling it long COVID. I don't even know what that is. They're just making stuff up. Long COVID is now causing infertility. What insanity. All right, Patriots, it is 11 minutes after the hour. Let's light her up. Time to bring some rain and bring some spiritual warfare to this problem. Here we go. Time to pray. Father, we come to you today just again reflecting deeply on the state of our world and the state of our union. 
And I would say that in the state of our union, things aren't so good. We have seen a world that has gone astray, an entire group of people that have been so easily manipulated by a minority few that they have literally walked into darkness and accepted the ritual sacrifices of children as a norm. This is right out of the days of Noah. It's out of the days of Christ when the things that he referred to in Gehenna. Lord, we, we just pray for the forgiveness of this nation that has taken a walk down this dark path where sacrificing children has somehow become something to defend. That's a sickness of the mind. So, Lord, we pray that just the breaking of that encapsulating of hearts, that spell that people are under, we pray deeply that we can shake people from this root of evil that has taken hold of their soul. We pray for this nation to awaken to the, the love of life, the life that you gave us, and Jesus, the love that you, of life that you sacrificed everything for for us to preserve. We don't have to look far to understand why this has happened. We've allowed a world to lure us into this place of convenience and ease and abdicating our responsibilities to others who had never had any of our good interest in mind. We believed the simple words and we didn't follow up on the actions. We became complacent in allowing them to tell us how our world would be, like they're trying to do now. We've, we've sat on the side, wringing our hands, wondering what we can do, praying but doing nothing. And so we're reminded of the king and, the, and Lazarus. We're reminded of that story of he who ended up in Hades and how Lazarus and his suffering ended up in the arms of Abraham. Father, we need to have the courage and we pray for the courage for us to endure whatever is needed to confront this evil. We need to have the courage not to just sit on the side and wring our hands and pray and look to you, but to understand that you've given us the responsibility, you've given us the authority to conquer evil, to have dominion over evil. Too often we forget that when you intervene, it's something to remember. We forget that when you intervened with Noah, you flooded the entire world. And while we may sit on the side and we may celebrate that, it, the state we're in now, if we don't do our job, this world is going to continue to spiral. We have a responsibility to you, Father, and forgive us for that delay in taking our role. We have been deceived for much of our lives as to the true nature and power of who we are as your children, royal blood, what that means, Luke ten nineteen. behold, I have given you authority to walk on snakes and scorpions and authority over all the power of the enemy and nothing will injure you. The power to heal and greater things even than that. John 14, 12, truly, truly, I say to you, the one who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also and greater works than these he will do because I am going to the father. So, Lord, just hear our hearts as we reach into you and we reach to Jesus and we are just pulling in as hard as we can. We give ourselves to you completely in this time. We are obeying what you need us to obey. Give us the ears to hear, Father. There's times that it's difficult and it's not something we choose. It's a world that is swirling in chaos. 
And sadly, many's hearts get caught wrapped up into that fear, that anxiety. So let us remember always what you've told us. Fear not. Fear not any of this because we have you. We're with you. There's nothing to be fear, fearful of in this world, yet they work so hard to do that. We can be certain how hard they work and how hard they're concerned that we're not listening by the amount of effort that they put into constantly trying to churn the anger, the hate, the division. By nature, we are not that way. And yet somehow they have taken the simple principle of life, the gift of life, the miracle of life, and they've turned it into a debate as to whether it should or should not be preserved. What sickness is that? Father, hear our prayers. Hear our hearts. We just we need that spell to be broken. There shouldn't even be a discussion on this. And even those that it may be acting the role because it's a job they've been given to promote abortion. May their hearts be cast out. May they, may they, they be broken in front of the feet of Jesus. Left weeping and realizing the sin that they performed. For the parents that are struggling with whether to have a child or abort a child, let, the, let our prayers reach them. To ha- let them hear us as we pray as a, as a nation. Children are sacred. And though it may be difficult, no matter what the circumstance that it may be, however that happened, let's be real. Birth and life, they're gifts. Let us feel that gift. Let us strip away the nonsense of what they're, we're being told about the calamities caused by rape or incest, these numbers, while they do occur, the majority of abortions, Father, the sickest part of this, 92 to 94% of all abortions are done by choice. By choice. Driven by a propaganda machine, driven by taxpayer dollars to fund the euthanasia, to destruction, to euthanize, to destroy, obliterate, generations. Forgive us for this sin as a nation. We pray for mercy for our country. We pray for mercy and healing for those that have suffered through the, an abortion. And we pray for the mercy and healing for those that are on the cusp of thinking about it. And for those that work in those clinics, for those that advocate for this, may they feel the guilt and the burden of the many that have died. And may they come to Jesus to seek healing. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. We've got to keep our prayers solid here, patriots. And prayers focused on shaking that. I am a true believer that, and the more that I pray on this and the more that I I bring this into my life as a guy that's been in war, and I mean this, I don't think there's anything more powerful at the end of the day than the power of prayer. And prayer sincerely from our hearts, sincerely as where two or three or even more are gathered. That's my addition. His Father doesn't limit us, but it's where two or three are gathered. But the more, the merrier. When we come together to pray for this nation, to pray together, to really focus our true intent, that's truly when we start to see miracles. We start to see things change because we can control that destiny. These fools that run this world, and they are, they honestly want you to believe that they can tell you what to do. 
They can tell each one of us, and the problem is we start to believe it because we individually were like, oh, my goodness. Oh, man, what happens if FEMA comes knocking at my door? <laughs> I, I'm just going to tell you this. If FEMA comes knocking at my door, yeah, let's just say that there's going to be a bag of lime and a pig ready. It ain't going to happen. So you have to get, you have to take that aggressive stance. When you start doing the history, and I'm going to be talking about some of this tonight in terms of, I'm going to talk about um, the whole propaganda machine and, the, and some of the black nobility tonight on Bards FM. When you dig into this and understand what their objectives have always been, they have used the clergy as a way to neuter, to neuter the people, their power, their, their strength. And much of that comes from seminary. They teach them this sort of garbage. And I'm not blaming every pastor because it's part of the indoctrination into the, into the church. But we were never asked to be weaklings. We were never asked to be passive on the side. We're supposed to be bold and courageous. I mean, consider what Paul was before and what he became as a disciple. I mean, the guy was cutting heads off Christians. He wasn't playing around. He was pretty fierce. And that same warrior then was then going through Roman lines to set up small churches. It's a different type of courage. It's a different type of warrior work. I mean, imagine when he was in, in they had him imprisoned and they prayed and the door flew open. I guess they sang. Actually, I think they sang hymns, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong on that. I mean, this is, this is the power of prayer and hymn. We've been given these. And the interesting thing is this circles around this concept, which we don't, I think as when we walk in faith, we have, we're sometimes a little careful and, and rightfully so, but we're very cautious on bringing in kind of outside ideas to integrate. But think about these concepts of Tesla, frequency, vibration, and energy. And when you start thinking about him and prayer, what are they? We're talking about frequency, vibration, and energy. That's what we're doing, and we're tra- that is so powerful that you're literally like you you are the weapon. Tell her all these things about scalar weapons and all this stuff, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. I got God in prayer. How's that? Try that one. And when we do this together, and we're focused on what we need to accomplish, we will literally move mountains. Christ doesn't say these things. I, I think sometimes again we kind of take this stuff as metaphor. You shall move a mountain from here to there. Hmm. If truly you had faith, you could move a mountain from here to there. And we go, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. Whatever. Like, that sounds like something I'd see over in Marvel Comics. It's not. Christ said it. So if Christ is saying a metaphor, and he's not speaking in parable, but if he's speaking, if he's saying a metaphor, then that suggests that everything Christ said is either a lie or implied. That isn't true. It's red letter language. We are such powerful beings. And as we anchor into our true nature of what God gave us, I mean, these trolls that are out here arguing for aborting children, I mean, they're just, they're pathetic. But I want you to imagine being so in line with Christ, and I mean this, truly, being so in line with Christ that being able to walk up to somebody and simply presenting yourself before them and having that light of Christ flow through you, letting them scream and yell at you, and having the compassion to touch them and say, I'll pray for you, and watch them break. 
I'm serious. That's the power of Christ right there. They would literally break. They would just, it would break them. And I don't mean like the, and the thing is when we think about breaking, we often think about the way they tried to break Christ. And this is such an important lesson within the crucifixion story. I mean, they tried to break him with whips and torture and they could never break him. And yet he was breaking people all the time with his touch and his love. It was greater than anything. That's powerful. If we can accomplish that, if we seek that and we pray to that, God shall provide. Doesn't mean it's going to happen right away, but God shall provide. And when we work that way in our world, this is like the most courageous and most powerful war ever waged. And you will, we will waylay the enemy, not because we're wielding a sword of steel, but because we're wielding the sword of the spirit, which gets to the heart and the soul of the individual. And in the end, they will be there weeping and looking for Christ, and we can provide them the, the way to Christ. To me, that's pretty powerful. I'll take it. I'll take that warrior job. Me, 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 right on the front row. I told you that already, though. I've, <laughs> I've told you I am going to be the guy. God's going to be like, welcome to heaven. I'll be like, me? He's like, oh, what? I'm like, I need an espresso. Can I, can I grab, use the espresso machine, please? And then I want to get over on the elevator because I want that button job. <laughs> He's going to be like, oh, yeah, okay. And, and do we have little tiny, like, cookies and a bottle of water because I want to make sure and give them a little something before I kick their butt in that elevator and punch that down button because I'm going to say enjoy your trip no donuts for you we're going to have the buttermilk donuts up here in heaven you're going to get the little leftover cookie crumbs that's it see I have a nice trip down I'm telling you (laughs) that's where it has to be you need a whole bunch of elevator button pushers that's it patriots This is a great time in our country. This is a great time to be alive. It's a great time to be praying. It's a great time to be talking to God, walking with Jesus. Couldn't be better. And it gets heavy sometimes. These topics of abortion, oof. Man, when you get into the the dirt and the horrors of what that whole industry is about, it's enough to make you want to just puke. But the glory of what's happening right now is it's in the open. They can't hide. And as we assault now with our prayers and our unity in the, in the love and sanctity of life, it's just destroying their defenses. And they, they'll become more enraged, which they will because demons do that. And let them be. Let them just flail. It's all right. It's like when you're done having your temper tantrum, come on over here and we'll pray for you and we'll break you. And Christ will heal you, and you'll find your way back as Father would want. That's a great mission, I'm telling you right now. All right, so keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent. Always press into the fight. Man, this is like rain prayers right now. This is prayer warfare at its highest. We've got to be assaulting the defenses of the enemy. They're weakened, they're on their heels. Keep the assault going. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But he has us here in this time, in this place, for such a time as this. Fearlessly.
Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM, or I'll see you actually in 30 minutes on Bright on TV. Until then, or until the next time, God bless. And out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. 
push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist, we pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.